Carlos, I've got a joke. Knock, knock. Who's there? Your delivery of wine from graze.com. Uh, I don't get it. That's because it's not a joke. Australian wine delivery of... <laughs> That was terrible. Oh, I wrote that. Australian-wide delivery of unbelievable wine at a fraction of the cost, mostly at auction with no reserve. So that isn't the joke? Uh, Not technically, but I tell you what is a joke. The price is compared to Grey's. There you go. Buy the wine, drink the wine at grey's.com. Hello to our Got Some friends and family. If you don't think that you're at the label yet a friend stick around you have to listen to three episodes to become a friend of the show Uh, (laughs) apart from that hello to all the wine lovers who are watching or listening to this episode it is video podcasting of course found on youtube as well with captions if you have any friends who are uh, deaf or hard of hearing they can join in on the conversation and wine tasting as we try and find the best 30 dollars bottle of wine in australia well available in australia of course we're traveling around the world with wine Uh, my name's angus lachlan i'm an ex-radio host i'm now a podcaster full-time and this is Master Sommelier Carlos Santos. How are you, mate? I'm very good, Angus. Hola, hola. So, hola, hola. Uh, new, a new, a new one, you know. Uh, Spanish? Got a, got a, uh, Portuguese. Portuguese, Portuguese okay. Spanish, yeah. Okay, well, I don't want to... Same, same. I don't want to... No, it's same. not the same, same. How dare well, you? Well, same, same as in... Uh, same word. Same word. Okay, same but, uh, word. I was going to say... Hola, hola, Portuguese. Protecting okay. you for your family. <laughs> we are not the same. No, um, definitely not. We have an Instagram. It's at GotSom. Uh, that's where we post up daily wine content, um, usually focusing on the bottle of that week. But, of course, we post up uh, any questions that you guys have that we can answer. But I thought I'd save this one for the podcast, Carlos. Mm-hmm. Um, this one comes from Gehan Rana Singh. How do you pick a wine, Carlos, for cellaring? Can you only sell an expensive wine? My son was born last year. Congratulations. And I'm keen to buy some wine so we can share in 20 years. What my suggestion is don't just buy a bottle, buy a box, you know, buy six bottles at least. So your son, your daughter can enjoy when she's 18, can enjoy when she's 28, when she's 38, when she's 48, you know, can enjoy a bottle. That long? Every Yeah, for example, I mean, if she want, if she feels or he feels like drinking it faster, then by all means, you know. I'm not astonished by the fact you can sell a wine for 40 years. I know people can open bottles of wine that are 100 years. Yeah. But I'm saying, you know, you know of some sort of regions yeah. that can hold that sort of weight? Yeah, for sure. And, and that's, what I, that's what I started with Bordeaux because those wines are known mm. for acquiring more and more quality over time, you know, and becoming better and better. Uh, again over time so that's one region Bordeaux I would look into some you know first grow Bordeaux for example or some super seconds uh, names like uh, Chateau Monrose or Cosas Tournelle uh, on a second growth that would be amazing but then you know Burgundy is for example a top Grand Cru Burgundy they also need a lot of time in order to to become at the top level and then if you think of, you know, yes, I mean, Penfolds Grange is a big name and is a big brand. But, you know, if you have a box of Penfolds Grange, I mean, I if would, you can afford it, <laughs> I would if you can afford it. But uh, I would definitely I would definitely do that as well. You know, have a nice bottle and have a nice box of uh, Penfolds Grange and let it let it sit there. Because, again, if your daughter and your son waited or you waited to give that present, you know, until they old enough to drink it, then hopefully they appreciate it enough to to keep that going as well. The tradition. For, the tradition well, I think if you can wait 10 years that, yeah. or 18 years, sorry, exactly. then I think, you know, your child can then go, oh, you know what, I'm happy to drink yeah. this again. Maybe on the 21st. That's right. And yeah, then that's on right. the 30th and then on the 40th. Correct, and then, correct. You know, fingers and, crossed I'm still around. Yeah, correct. And, and, that, and that, well, not only the wine um, gains in value, but also in quality. 
Well, thank you very much for the question on Instagram. Make sure if you are watching this, um, we do get Master Similia Carlos Santos to answer your question. So at GotSom, I think we're nearly 1,500 followers. So join us over there as we try and find the best $30 bottle and let's focus on the one in front of us. Will this make our top three? Will it be number one? Let's find out. Yep. It is the SpinFX 2020 Garçon. Firstly, can we talk about... Grenache as a single grape. What's your personal thoughts on Grenache as a master sommelier? Um, well, Grenache is uh, Grenache is a thin skins red grape variety, but it's actually quite late ripening, so it needs a lot of heat uh, in order to ripen. But then it's very sensitive at the same time in a way that uh, it gets alcohol sugar levels very very high very fast, and it can unbalance the acidity. So it can be very fast be unbalanced. So it's very important to keep um, the sugar levels controlled in order to preserve acidity and not to have a crazy unbalanced alcohol. Ensid is a perfect grape for balance because you can add a lot from it. You can add uh, red fruits to a Syrah, for example. You can uh, uh, lift the alcohol level if you know from a colder part on its own. Uh, again, it can be very, very challenging. In my opinion, it's it's very easy to. To have a very alcoholic 14, 14 and a half percent, 15 percent alcohol of uh, Grenache, uh, but then you taste it and it just tastes like uh, sugar and fruit bomb, and a lot of that dried, cured meat, and uh, in bars, this uh, the cocktails that are garnished with a dried desiccated orange like slice oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you see that I've a lot I've got some in my home yeah you see that a lot so Grenache almost tastes like that so it's mm. not something that I really really enjoy but then again if it's done right if it's done right can be can be very very good alright well let's see if the bias that Carlos has against Grenache can be changed and see if it makes his top three <laughs> as we assess this wine uh, we start this off is. as always with appearance and this is you know, it's it's not a, it's darker than a Pinot, mm-hmm. but it's it's sort just of, it's, yeah yeah just. I mean, it's around that sort of gamay color. Yeah, gamay color, Pinot Noir. You know, it's clearly yeah. a thin skinned grape variety. A dark Pinot Noir could also be yeah. a mistake for this. Well, I think you, we really we had one right. The, yeah, um, that's right. Mount yeah. Difficulty. Mount Difficulty in Central Otago. I was just gonna say uh, this could be you know could be a little bit more extractive, a little bit more exposure, dry, very dry area, but a lot of sunlight. You know, could very well uh, give uh, you know, this type of color. Oh wow, that's really that's really something. Yeah, it's, it's uh, plenty. It's, to, it's, it's pretty. Plenty it's pretty. Um, it's pretty. Yeah, it's quite pretty. Uh, it's quite floral as well. Uh, lavender, roses, re- a lot of red, red fruits. fruits. Red yeah. fruits. Red cherry. Red fruit dominated. Um, for sure. Strawberries. Uh, kind of strawberries. Dried red plum. It just doesn't feel super fresh. There is a lot of heat. There is ripeness in this, so it's uh, it's ripe fruit. You know, it's not like it's, it's nothing is really um, fresh. You know, like cold spring morning. No, it's like it's like a, a warm. It does smell warm, yeah. and I hope uh, you know. The, the dream is that you guys assess this alongside us, and hopefully you can smell <laughs> the ripeness. You know, because you're absolutely right. It is from the Barossa Valley, which we know is a warm climate area. We know it doesn't have the same climate as Mornington Peninsula, New Zealand, Tasmania, yep. etc. And so for a light, thin skin, sorry, variety, it is tougher to grow in the yep. Barossa. And yep. yeah, therefore, I mean, they've done a great job, yep. obviously, just to get this in the bottle. But yep. it's the it's the nose that is, you're so right. It yep. do, I wouldn't have said that. It's like, oh yeah, it smells 
ripe and warm. Yeah, ripe, warm, and uh, dried. It's more towards the dried fruits. Uh, dried red plum is what I captured the most. A little bit, um, a little bit candied. Candied, fruit? candied fruits, yes, definitely. Candied, uh, candied red fruits, mm. and uh, and you're right. You know, it's fourteen percent of alcohol, so there's a lot of heat. Fourteen percent just on the nose, but you feel that warmth, that ripeness on the yeah. nose. Uh, but it's, it's still very pretty, pretty nose. Cheers. Cheers. Time to get it on the palate. Yeah, it's very. I mean, this is actually made from very old vines as well. Which may be adding to a lot of these uh, pretty aromas. Okay. Can I add you some know. things that I assess on uh-huh. the palate straight away? And then yep. we'll go to our normal tasting. Quite tannic. Mm-hmm. And second is alcohol is really uh, like overwhelming the touch. Mm. I think the tannin, I think you um overestimating the tannin. Tannin typically in Grenache is low. I think really is the um, acidity for some reason seems uh, quite lifted oh, in this yeah, wine. It's quite high. Which can be added into the wine, can be acidified in order to get, to bring a little bit of freshness. Using like artificial chemicals. Yeah, artificial uh, artificial acidity. Yeah. Which will uh, will give a perception more of that of that acidity on the palate, which he kind of has and is you know it's it's quite nice on the wine because it's so warm and so alcoholic. Because you know something at 14% in Barossa Valley made from Grenache, you're not really expecting um, this acidity, this freshness to be so lifted. What are you saying? It's uh, tannin. I really think is that uh, acidity. It feels a little bit even more, I think, candid and riper on the palate. I don't overly dislike it, mm. but I think the alcohol is like burning on the throat. I mean, look, I think it's, uh, I think for the Grenache, South Australia, it's nicely made. It's just not my favorite grape variety, but that doesn't mean it's not it's not done right. Let's shoot this through. Acid high. Acid medium plus. Okay. Even though it is a ganache, 14% uh, from South Australia. So medium plus, I would say. Body? Body, uh, body is medium plus. Uh, tannins? Medium. I think medium is good. Alcohol? It's high, 14%. Yeah, it is high. Not but super it, high, but, but it, 14%. No, but it feels high. It really does feel yeah, high. It feels burning. Yeah, it really does. Um, what else am I missing here? Uh, sweetness, acidity, sweetness, sweetness is dry. Sweetness is dry, so yeah. dry yeah. I think people can already guess that this probably isn't going to make our top three. Hmm. Um, I think we've got a pretty great top three, nearly 40 episodes into this podcast. But um, that's the Spinifex Grenache. If you want to find out why Carlos doesn't particularly like the grape style, I mean, there's some explanations. Yeah, I think... Not um, pertaining to this bottle particularly or this producer who I... These guys make some incredible wines. Yeah, for sure. What I would say is uh, this is 2020. Uh, keep this for another five, six years. I think there's a lot of potential to to, go. to go that. So keep it for five, six years and uh, come back to it uh, after that time. I would say, you know, have it with a crispy duck or something, you know. Crispy duck? Yeah, crispy duck. Can we just know. have crispy chicken? Crispy chicken, why not? Sure. <laughs> sure. Glazed with honey and, uh, you know, wrap and stuff like this. I think this would be very good. Well, there you go. does make our top three, but it's always nice to share a glass with this man. Thank you very much. Likewise. If all this talk on this episode about good quality wine has you wanting to wet the whistle, head to graze.com. What's wetting your whistle? Like a referee? (laughs) 
You don't know, do you? No. You never heard of wind no. whistle? No. Uh, what's whistle the is like yeah, yeah, yeah. the whistle. Okay. Yeah? Well, what's the equivalent of saying like desperate for a drink in Portuguese? Right. Cheio de sede. Well, that. We can also attest to the Australia-wide delivery of your wine in one piece and always protected. The bottles that we drink on the episode are most likely bought from Grays and always arrive on time and in great nick. Buy the wine, drink the wine at grays.com.